You're listening to Not Quiet, Just Thinking, the podcast where I tell my story in hopes that it can inspire you to share yours as well. Hey everyone, and welcome back, or if you're new around here, welcome. My name is Gabby. It is so nice to have you. I literally just got off my last class meeting for the summer semester, so I'm feeling really relieved right now, uh, and I'm just excited to have some more free time to focus on the podcast and just to enjoy my summer as well, because, you know, that's really important. And in saying that, I wanted to clarify that from now on, episodes will be posted every Monday, 12 a.m. I got a little bit off with the posting schedule these last few weeks, and I apologize for that. Also, I did post an announcement that I was starting a Patreon account. If you saw that, just ignore it. I decided to not do that just because I want all of my episodes in the same place. So, yeah, all of that is leading me to say everything is going back to normal with once-a-week episodes on Mondays. I'm so excited to introduce you today to Jennifer Bodenstein as we continue our discussion of the power of art in expressing our emotions and giving us a space to tell our story to the world. Jen is an incredibly talented musician. She sings in a duo with her husband, Lee, and I am just, I'm so inspired by her, not just because of her talent, but because of how kind and positive she is. She just has this great energy about her and has been such an incredible friend to me and support system throughout my journey of doing this podcast. So I'm honored to have her on here today. Now let's get to the episode. We also put a lot of emphasis into the fact that consuming art rather than producing art can be just as, if not more, impactful in our mental health journeys. So we talked a lot about the music that we love and it was just so much fun. It was a lot of fun um, speaking with Jen. Jen, thank you so much for being a part of Not Quite Just Thinking. Before we get into it though, I did want to point out that you can head to the episode description to check out Jen's Facebook account and see some videos of her performances. I also included a link to a Spotify playlist I made that just has a wide variety of songs that I really enjoy and gain inspiration from. So if you are looking for some new music to listen to or just want to get some insight into who I am and what kind of music I like, go ahead and check that out. I will be adding more music and more artists to it in the future, but I just wanted to start out with a few of my favorites and and share that with you because as you'll find out, um, music is a huge inspiration for me as a writer and it's just a really important aspect of my life. All right. Thank you so much for being here today, Jen. Do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Oh, well, first of all, Gabby, thank you so much for having me here. It's truly an honor. I'm I'm thrilled to be here today. Um, my name is Jennifer Bodenstein, and uh, I live here in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, originally from the South, my stepdad was in the Army, so I moved around quite a bit. Uh, moved up uh, with my family to visit and uh, uh, in 1989, actually, and I've been here since. They've since moved on, and uh, I'm still here. I uh, am currently a general manager at a uh, kitchen and home retailer, but uh, music's always been a part of my life. I've been a singer all of my life, and uh, so yeah, thank you so much for having me here today, but that's just a little about me. Yeah, thank you again. I'm so excited to learn more about you as a musician. I actually was uh, a part-time employee at the retail store that Jen works at. So yes, you are. <laughs> but 
Yeah, I, I'm excited to get to know you as a musician. So I wanted to start off asking you a really challenging question. And that is, oh gosh, here we go. <laughs> can you pick one song that has a lot of meaning for you? It doesn't have to be your favorite song. doesn't have to be something you've listened to recently, but just one song that holds a lot of meaning to you. Yeah. Um, so uh, having such a passion for music and, and music, music being such a big part of my life, um, you know, picking one song that has a lot of meaning to me, it's like, where do I even begin? I, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to actually pick two. Um, and they're more uh, of a sentimental nature. Um, I, I do love, truly love both songs. Uh, but there's a song by John Denver called Annie Song. Um, and it's, it's, it's a, a, a very sentimental song for me. It has personal meaning as well as a, a song that, that most everyone knows by Al Green uh, called Let's Stay Together. Um, and again, it's also a personal song. Um, the uh, John Denver Annie song, my, my uh, dad was a huge Don, John Denver fan. And um, I just always remember that song. I, I played that song on my little record over and over and over and over. And uh, it still has a lot of uh, a meaning for me. And the lyrics are just so beautiful and so touching. And of course, Al Green, Let's Stay Together. That was one of my mom's favorite, actually still is. And um, I remember many, many, many times as a child dancing with her while she held me up on her hip and we would dance and sing that song to the top of our lungs. So two very, very important songs for me. Yeah, that's awesome. I. I have a, I have one song that I picked out. It's not my favorite, but it is Stars by Medina Lake. I'm not sure if you know it, but um, it's one of those songs that inspired me to write a story. Um, I, as a writer, I use music a lot to put me in a creative space. Um, and the reason that I want to be in film rather than just writing novels is because I see a lot of the, the stories in my head and that is one of those songs that just it makes me see a movie and yes yeah i love i love that there's songs that just have an impact on us and we don't even necessarily know why either it's because of a memory so or, yeah it is it is so true um music ha that is one of the many uh powerful aspects of music is that it it can transport you it can make you envision things it can it, it's it's music is an extremely powerful tool um and with you doing the work that you do uh it's it's incredibly important because it's helping you to tell the story and elicit the feelings that you want to elicit and draw those viewers in you have a movie soundtrack that you really like listening to you are hitting all the hard questions today, Gabby. Um, yeah, actually, there's quite a number um, of soundtracks, I think, that are um, that are some of my favorites. Um, and, and maybe not necessarily because, you know, there's some of the music that I absolutely love. Um, some of it is is, you know, maybe not my favorite, but it, it really engages the viewer uh, in a way that just a, a screen with actors necessarily can't. So a couple of my favorite uh, favorites, um, The Graduate. The Graduate was a, a fantastic movie. And Simon and Garfunkel did the soundtrack, a lot of the soundtrack for the movie. And 
just a phenomenal, a phenomenal soundtrack. Another great um, soundtrack, I think, is from the movie Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Uh, it's a lot of Americana um, blues type of music, but it fits the movie. I, I mean, they were they were genius in, in putting that soundtrack together. And of course, you know, you can't, I, I think I would be remiss if I left out two other movies um, that I think have fabulous soundtracks. Of course, The Bodyguard with Whitney Houston. Yeah. Um, and even uh, Purple Rain with Prince, um, whether you like the movie or not, you, it's, it's undeniable that, that that was probably one of the best soundtracks for a movie um, out there. But there are countless, A Star is Born, I could go on. But those are some of my, those are some of my favorite soundtracks. Yeah, I just watched um, The Graduate for the first time and I really enjoyed Did it. You? Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen the other movies yet, but I definitely they're on my list, so... Well, I tell you, but you see what I'm saying with, yeah. with with that soundtrack. I mean, it really, um, you can hear the songs and think of the movie and vice versa. When you think of the movie, you hear those songs. So, you know, it's, um, again, just incredibly powerful. Yeah. Have you ever seen Twilight? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's one of those movies that a lot of people don't like, but the first movie especially I feel like has such a great soundtrack 100% it's 100%. very indie and it adds to that aesthetic of the movie itself and just one of the reasons Absolutely. I really enjoy watching it and I recommend there's another one you want to talk about you know um music especially at the time um another movie was High Fidelity um that also had a great soundtrack but it fit the music of the time um and really helped with the, the the story I mean it really helped craft that story beautifully so there's there you know I think movies movies and and music are a natural hand in hand they they have to be they truly do they have to be yeah and that's why I wanted to ask you about that just because I think they go so well together um yeah yeah and have you seen Top Gun I just saw that and I thought this I haven't seen there. it yet and it's it's funny because I I um I remember you know when the first one came out um I remember you know seeing the movie and the the of course the soundtrack that went along with it you know the danger zone uh you know <laughs> logins and yeah it's it's it, it incredible and very impactful I have not seen it yet I have not seen the the second one yet I do anticipate when my schedule allows to eventually get around to seeing it but I've heard wonderful things about it yeah I it was good there's a one scene specifically that I really like <laughs> oh, yeah. uh oh we'll have to discuss after I watch it <laughs> yeah it's the equivalent of the volleyball scene that's all I'll say <laughs> got it yeah. <laughs> nice <Yeah. laughs> and there's a song playing in the background by One Republic that's really good so oh I love One Republic yeah amazing songwriters yep all right. So with all of that being said, is there, I truly believe that music is the most impactful form of art. And I say that as a filmmaker, but I think, I think music really gets to the point quickly with helping us mm -hmm. express our emotions. And it's one of those things that it can apply to whatever you're feeling, you know, whether you Absolutely. just want to roll the windows down and drive really fast and play a fun song, or if you're really mad and want to scream along to to a really hardcore yeah. rock like yeah I think it uh, can can be that support that we need in any way or in any aspect of our life in any way that we're feeling so do you first of all do you agree 
that music is the most powerful form of art and why do you think so from your perspective yeah absolutely i do um it and and you know i say this um with all due respect to other art forms uh but i i am 100 percent uh with you on that i definitely believe that music is probably the most powerful and impactful um, of all of the arts as far as eliciting emotions, uh, regulating your mood. You know, there have been countless studies um, showing how music can impact mood. It is a mood regulator. Like you said, you're, it's a beautiful, gorgeous, sunny day. You're driving on the highway, you know, on a going nowhere, but you're listening to your favorite songs. You've got the windows rolled down and you're singing. You feel good. You could have been in the worst mood 15 minutes before, but you start playing those upbeat songs that you love that mean a lot to you, or maybe they don't mean a lot, but they've got a great beat. They've got, you know, uplifting chords. Um, it can, it can transform you from that. I'm not really feeling my best today to I'm queen of the world, you know? Um, and, and on the, on the opposite side of, of things, um, it can also, <sighs> put you in another uh, another spot, maybe a, a less happy spot. Um, you know, when you, I'll give you a great example. When I was really young, we had, with my stepdad being in the army, we had moved and I had been dating a, a boy that, you know, of course I was moving. So we had to, to kind of leave it at that. And there was a song on the radio um, at the time called, I Miss You. And I would play that song over and over and over and over and bawl my eyes out. And my mom came into the room one day and she said, Jennifer, why are you playing this song? It's just making you feel worse. And it was true because I was experiencing that emotion and those feelings of loss and sadness because, you know, I no longer had my boyfriend and I'm listening to these lyrics. The title of the song is I Miss You. So of course it's going to put me in that kind of dark sad place and um so yeah the power of music you know it's funny Gabby you you could do an entire series of podcasts on the power of music yeah um truly I mean you think about it when you are um you know uh feeling you know a little blue or you've got to clean your house or whatever it is you put on some upbeat music and you're instantly transported in a way mentally to a, a better and happy place. And there's a lot of science behind that. Um, think about it. You of all people would definitely know what I'm talking about here. Let's say we're watching a dramatic movie and there's you know, maybe some action involved and some intensity. You're gonna hear music that's going to have really a, a really upbeat. It's gonna have kind of what I like to call sharp angles. It might have swings going up and swings going down and it's gonna be very punchy. And that is meant to elicit those feelings of, of excitement or, or fear or whatever. And it's bringing that viewer in. That's, I mean, that's, that's you know, a scientific thing. It's, it's, it's bringing you into there and it's all based on those sounds. Flip to the other side, you're watching a sad movie. You're gonna hear violin strings. You're gonna hear a slower tempo. You're gonna hear what I like to call the sad chords. Those are all meant to bring you into that. So if, if people who score movies know this, 
that's what they're going to use as their their tool, if you will, to help tell the story of the the the, the movie that you're watching. It's no different, um, you know, when you're not watching a movie, you're listening to upbeat, happy songs, you're going to be probably a little bit more upbeat and happy. Um, if you're not, then you'll probably see that shift or, um, you know, it's, it's funny, they've used classical music a lot um, in music therapy. Classical music is a great way to um, help you focus. Uh, it can help you sleep if you listen to the right things. So the, the, the power of music is absolutely incredible. Um, it, it, can, it can shift your mood in the blink of an eye. So I think that's um, probably whether it's, you know, classical or, or, you know, instrumental music or music with lyrics, um, you know, I think it, it helps me anyway to, to really tap into those emotions that I'm either currently feeling or that I want to feel. So it's, it's, it's extremely powerful. Yeah, for sure. It's that experience of listening to the song that makes it so powerful. Absolutely. Yeah. I um, I did a, an episode recently about anxiety and one time that I feel anxiety is when I'm getting ready to go somewhere or getting ready to do an interview and um, that will be my time when I like do my makeup and my skincare and I put on music and just yeah. sort of just it helps me be more present and that's I think that's the power for me individually is it helps me be more in the moment and yeah that's been a really helpful thing that I do every day. I think also what makes it so powerful is how it connects us and brings us to a common experience. Um, even yes. if, like, I think going to concerts is such an incredible thing because you just look around and see everybody feeling the same thing and loving the same music at the same time. So it's really absolutely. And I'm sure absolutely. as a performer, you you see that as well. Oh, without a doubt, um, without a doubt. I mean, there have been there have been times where we have have performed and will play a particular song, um, even just you know, I've, I've gone through several different um, uh, versions of, of of playing music as as far as what I've been doing um, for the past number of years. Um, I'm now currently in a duo with my husband, but whether it was I was in a an eight piece band or whether I've been in a duo. I've been to performing at certain places and we'll play a certain song and people will start dancing, you know, and, and get up because they love the song and it moves them to do so. And uh, you don't necessarily think about people getting up and dancing to an acoustic duo, but believe it or not, they do. You play the right song and it hits the right, excuse the pun, chord with the people there and they're going to get into it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, music is is like I said it's it's a great way to help regulate your mood it can calm you down it can lift you up it can help you focus it can it can do so many things and I think most of us generally go through life without even realizing that I don't think we actually think about it that much uh, generally speaking but it, it it's music's an amazing thing yeah, I honestly wasn't really aware of how impactful music was until I started studying film and like analyzing how those intense songs can build those that adrenaline um, in a horror film or, you know, yes. seeing the sad mo movies as well. So I'm, yeah. I'm sure have you have you ever um, I'm, I'm sure you've probably heard of John Williams. He has scored a lot of films 
Um, I believe he did Jaws. The yeah. Movie Jaws. Yeah. So think about that. I mean, he he's a, the work that he has done has been absolutely brilliant. You know, you hear that two note, Donna, Donna, you hear that two note and you're already starting to feel anxiety. I mean, that's just brilliant the way he did that. So it's just, it's a great way to illustrate, you know, what we've been talking about today that that, that how, how powerful music truly can be yeah that's a minor second interval right yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> i haven't taken music well, for a while but my course is gonna be proud of me um <laughs> so i i used to be in chorus and sing and i've asked other people this before but do you have any like rituals or anything you do before you perform to get you in that space or maybe calm your nerves yeah well um interestingly enough it's evolved over the years um i i know when i first started performing i got into my first band when i was 19. so you have to remember yeah you have to remember i was going to places and performing in places that technically i wasn't even allowed to be in you know you'd, if i were playing at a bar you'd have to be 21 to go in yeah. um but usually on the way um, there, I would I would do warm ups, you know, vocal warm ups to kind of help prepare, and I would really concentrate on doing those vocal warm ups um, because it was just kind of getting me um, the the physicality of it, getting my voice ready to sing. But also by actually doing that, it was mentally getting me in that place. Okay, this is what I'm going to do, you know. But it's it's evolved over the years. Um, like I said, you know, that was a really long time ago um, when I first started performing professionally. Now um, it's actually changed. I've been doing it for so long. It's funny. It's I wouldn't say that I get nervous before jobs, but there's a certain level of anticipation, those kind of little butterflies that you get. So when we go to perform, you know, we're having to unload all of our equipment and set up. And it's funny because that has actually become a form of my my getting myself into that mental space and physical space to perform um, because I'm, you know, hooking the RPA up or I'm setting up my microphone. It's that whole ritual before that we're doing every single time um, that's getting me into the good headspace uh, and uh, bringing me in to be more present where I am for the performance. Yeah, you're embracing your passion in that moment. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you said you started, you were in your first band at 19. When did you really get started, like actually taking music seriously, I guess? Um, well, you know, it's funny. I, I always joke that my mom said that I was singing before I was talking. Oh. Um, but it's it's actually when all of when I was just a, a wee little thing, you know, music has been such a huge part of my life. My earliest memories are literally of my mom and I listening to Al Green, the Commodores, Jackson Five. So I, you know, it's music has always been ingrained in me. It actually runs in my family through my ancestry. I, I didn't know that until some years back, but um, I always knew I always knew that I wanted to sing always I don't remember a time in my life even as a like I said a tiny wee little thing um that I didn't want to sing 
my friends were out playing, I was inside listening to the music and singing and trying to emulate my favorite singers. I was teaching myself pretty advanced vocal techniques at, you know, six and seven years old. And I didn't, I hadn't a clue what I was doing. Um, but I think when I actually moved, I had always been in choirs or had been singing, you know, in, in something in school or whatever. Uh, but I think I saw my opportunity when I actually first moved to Pennsylvania. Um, I happened to be looking through a local publication called the Central Pennsylvania um, Music Magazine, Musicians, Central Pennsylvania Musicians. And I happened to see an ad for a singer. And I thought, this, this, I, I might be able to do this. This might actually be able, I might be able to do this. And I auditioned and, and got the spot. And, but I've always known, I've always known that music was gonna be a part of my life in some way, shape or form, whether I was actually performing or not. So it's, it's been, it's been, it's in my DNA. <laughs> I love that. My cousin, yeah. uh, her name's Jaden. She's, I think 12 now, I'm not sure. Um, she always had that natural um, ability for music as well. I remember we were at my cousin's, my other cousin's wedding when um, she was really young and I could hear her singing along to every song and she had all the notes oh. right. And yeah. yeah, she just had that natural, natural ability as well. So that's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are a lot of people I think that, um, and you know, here's the thing. This is the other thing about music. You don't have to be really good at it to benefit from it. Yeah. Um, I've, I have, you know, heard friends and coworkers singing their hearts out to their favorite songs and they may be as way off key as humanly possible, <laughs> but the joy that they get from it you know, that's, that's what music is. It's, yeah. it's finding that, you know, and being able to feel those emotions. I'm definitely not the best singer, but I do enjoy singing. So. <laughs> you know yeah. what you, I tell, I tell, I tell people, if you can open your mouth and sound comes out, you can sing. You may not be great at it, but you know what, who cares? Exactly. You know, if that's not what you intend on doing with your life, who cares? It's all about enjoying the experience. You know, we're talking about um, the the power of music. I'll, I'll just kind of give you a couple of little anecdotal stories talking about just how, how moving music can be. Um, some time ago, you know, my, I, have, I have to give Lee, my husband, credit. Um, he, he can really pick out songs. He'll, he'll pick out songs occasionally that I think, oh, really? I don't want to do it. And then I'll do it and it'll end up being one of my favorite songs. But this one particular time he had been playing this song and I kept hearing him, you know, in our loft playing it and he really wanted to do it. And so I thought, you know, okay, we'll, we'll give it a shot. And I started, uh, usually my process when I'm learning a song is I will sit down, I'll listen to it through several times without doing anything. I'll just listen to the lyrics. I'll listen to the music. I'll listen to what they're doing vocally to see, is there something that I'm connecting with, you know? Well, there was a particular song and um, it's uh, a gentleman that actually plays it. Um, I believe it's pronounced Simmel, it's S-Y-M-L. And the song is called, Where's My Love? And I started listening to the lyrics and I literally started crying. 
literally. And I thought, I don't know if I can do this. I don't, I don't know if I can do this. And then I made the mistake of watching the video. So the song, the entire song is about this person who doesn't know where the love of their life is. He doesn't know if she's dead, if she's alive, if she's okay. And it's this journey that he's taking you on. And if, you know, he's wanting to know where she is. Does she know that I'm here, that I'll be here for her? If she's hurt, I hurt too. I'll be there for you. And I tried, I don't know how many times to sing this song because it is the most amazingly beautiful, haunting song. And I literally could not get through it without crying. And I told him, I said, I told my husband, I said, I want to do this song so badly, but I simply, I can't do it. It's, it's, there's so much pain in this song. I don't know how he performs that without just completely, you know, breaking down. Um, so it's, if, if a song can be so powerful for me that I can't make it through without trying, um, you know, that's going to be a moving piece, you know? So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's funny. I, I, I don't necessarily connect with every song, um, or I can't relate necessarily with every song that I sing, but I find something in the song that resonates with me. And it might be a memory uh, of something, you know, uh, that happened to me long ago, or maybe a time when I was a particular age, when I was carefree and, you know, everything was great. Um, or, you know, uh, a personal experience, you know, that, that somehow weaves itself into the song. Um, so I connect, I try to find something in each song that I perform that makes it real because I don't, I never want to be inauthentic. I want to be authentic with everything that I'm doing, because if, if I can't feel something from what it is I'm doing, you're going to see it and you're going to hear it. And for me, it's wasted energy to engage myself in a piece of art that I can't connect to because I'm not going to stand up in front of a bunch of people and sing something that I feel for me, I, I have no connection to because it's not, it's not good for anyone. Um, so that's, that's another thing for me as an artist, I have to have some connection, even if it's something silly, you know? Yeah. I, I totally agree with that, that art, you, know, you have to have that authenticity. Do you have anywhere that our listeners can go listen to your music or get updates on performances? Absolutely. We actually have a page on Facebook. Um, we should be a little bit more progressive and get on Instagram and things like that. I'll be honest, too lazy to do it. But you can find us on Facebook. You can actually find some videos and find our schedule. Lee is great about updating our schedule on Facebook. Um, our, our group is called the Visitors Duo. And if you look on Facebook uh, and you search the Visitors Duo, just look for the picture with the blonde curly hair, <laughs> the two musicians and the blonde curly hair, and that's us. But you can get updates on where we're playing. You can see some videos. You can hear some things that we've done. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can find us there. Awesome. I'll leave the link in the episode description so everyone can just go check that out.
Excellent. Thank you so much. All right. And I want to ask you one more question before you go. Yes, absolutely. Do you have a favorite musical? Oh, wow. You know, I, I will tell you, um, and I think that it's simply because of the experience that I had when I was in high school, um, I was obsessed with Phantom of the Opera. I was obsessed. I had a little cassette tape that had the soundtrack on it with the original cast. I wore it out. And some years later, when I moved to here to Pennsylvania, uh, a gentleman that I had worked for at the time was scheduled to go to New York and um, had tickets for Phantom. And his wife was ill, they couldn't go. So he gave the tickets to me and my friend, a very close friend of mine happened to live in New York at the time. She was going to NYU and I called her and I said, Julie, 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 I've got tickets to Phantom. I'm coming to visit you this weekend. And we went and then I just became even more obsessed with it. So I would say, while there are a ton of musicals out there that I absolutely adore, I think Phantom will always have a, a very special place in my heart um, just because it's, you know, it was, that one thing, I don't even remember how I first discovered it, but uh, it was just one of those things that it was just, oh, it was so dramatic and dark and exciting. And, and uh, of course, if you ever get to see it, the, the, the whole chandelier thing is, is, is quite intense, but uh, yeah, I would probably say that that was, that was my favorite. That's so funny. You said that that's my favorite as well. Yeah, that's yeah. Great. <laughs> I love that musical. Every time I hear it, it's like, I'm listening to it for the first time. Because those yes. words, they just hit you right in your soul. It's crazy. They do. They do. And, and you know, it, even if it's like, for instance, uh, the song Masquerade, yes. you know, yeah. the, the, the entire ensemble uh, is performing and, you know, you, you, you feel, you feel that. And then, of course, music of the night, um, all of, all of the, the entire, uh, the entire selection of music and that musical and that show is profoundly moving I think and you know the the storyline in and of itself is is rather dark and uh but there's this sense of hope you know that you have you know going towards the end but the music is so impactful and um yeah I'll, I'll never forget when I when I saw it uh on Broadway for the first time I was I think I held my breath for the overwhelming majority of the performance it was just amazing I saw it in Philly a couple of years ago and I loved it. I'd love to see it on Broadway as well. Yeah, um, we, I've seen quite a number of Broadway, quite a number of Broadway shows. Of course, I've seen Les Mis. Um, and, and again, you know, the, there's just so many wonderful, talented, unbelievably uh, talented people out there that are performing these shows. Um, even if you are not into musicals, even if it's not your thing, if you ever see something as powerful as something like Phantom, um, even though you may not be into musicals, you can't help but have an appreciation for what's going on around you. For instance, I might not like death metal, but um, as a music form, but I have true appreciation for the, the performers that are doing it. I could never do that. I could never do that. So, uh, but yeah, it's, yeah, gotta love Phantom, gotta love Phantom. It's crazy that it's all live and there's barely any mistakes made. Well, and you have to also remember these people, I mean, this is their life. This is, yeah. this, they live, eat, breathe, sleep, what it is they are doing. They immerse themselves in these characters. And so, 
even if it's someone new that's coming into the show, they are rehearsing so much to perfect it because what they're doing essentially, and it's it's just like with, with any kind of, of performing, you want it to become so much of a muscle memory that when you're doing it, you can lose yourself in that role and not worry about all the technical things. Am I, you know, am I sustaining this note long enough? Am I, you know, do I have enough vibrato here? You, there's, you forget about all of those things um, because your muscle memory kicks in and it allows you to really uh, embody the, the person that you, or the character that you're portraying. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's fascinating, but yeah, it's, it, there's so much work that goes into that. I, I'm, I'm sure I've, I've never done musicals, but I'm sure it has to be exhausting and utterly thrilling all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I used to do musicals in middle school and high school, but I'm sure that isn't nearly as intense as like a Broadway I, yeah. yeah, 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 I'm, I'm sure, but still, nevertheless, you still have to look up, put a lot of, you know, whether you're doing it, even, even for children that are doing musicals in elementary school, you know, there's still a lot of work that goes into it, and a lot of rehearsal, and a lot of preparation, um, and it's, all of that allows the artist, again, whether you're in elementary, middle, or high school, or college, um, or you're on a Broadway uh, stage, you know, all of that preparation um, allows you to, you know, immerse yourself into your character. Um, it's just different levels of preparation and experience, you know, that you yeah. have, but it's, it's all that, it's all the same um, method. It's just, it's, it's going to be at different levels, but I've seen, I've seen some high school and, and even middle school musicals that I have been thoroughly impressed with. I mean, yeah. these, these young people, they take it seriously and they give it their all. And I love to see, especially younger people, um, get so involved in music. You know, my husband teaches piano and guitar, um, for a living. And, and while the majority of his students are, are, are younger, um, he also has, you know, older students as well, but I just, I love, um, when young people get so involved in music, because I think it's, giving them a whole set of skills that they will always have access to for the rest of their lives. Yeah, and that's why music in schools needs to be supported and art in general, yeah. but. Yes, 100%, 100%, I, I, I totally agree. I think, um, you know, we, we as a, a, a community and a society, we need to really do everything that we can to make sure that music programs stay in school because it's, it, it's, you know, again, it goes back to what you and I talked, we first started talking about music is a very powerful thing. Um, and from an emotional aspect, um, an intelligence aspect, um, you name it, music will touch every aspect of your life. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I loved speaking with you and yeah, thank oh, you. Gabby, it was my pleasure. I'm, I'm truly honored that you had me on today. Um, I, I, I think you're doing a wonderful, wonderful work. Uh, you've got uh, fantastic content and I was, I was honored to be a part of it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right.